Mr. Scoggins is here. He is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, the outstanding columnist for the Star Tribune. Joins us every Monday, except when one of his 842 children are touring a college campus. I mean, I thought you just had a couple kids. This feels like every other Monday you're on another college campus. What is going on? So is my bank account (laughs) when I'm paying college tuition. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we were starting with our youngest. The the last one in line is starting to do campus tours, and child number one is graduating in May, so that's going to be one uh, one off the books. But um, have you ever been to Allen Fieldhouse? No, I have not. Put it on your bucket list. It it, it should be, right? I, I've been to Cameron a couple times, you know, it's, and I, I, yeah. it's funny because it, there's parts of it, Chip, of, of Cameron that are absolutely beautiful, that are ornate, and other yeah. parts where it's just a dump. And I know. I, Why, yeah. I, I get the feeling Allen Fieldhouse is a little bit the same. Well, I used to work in North Carolina, so I covered a lot of games in, in Cameron. It's funny, when you walk in there, like, so it's like a high school gym almost, or a small college. It's yes. so small, you know, but... The thing about Allen, and I've been there, you know, a number of times. We try to go at least one game a year since my daughter's been in school. The things that they've done to modernize it, Chad, they have a, like a breezeway between the student union and, and the uh, the field house where it's uh, marble. And some booster, I don't know how much he paid for it, bought the rules of basketball, and it's engraved on there, and it's just mm. so spectacular. And then they have a hall of fame room with all their sports and their national championship trophies and it's interactive and our friend glenn mason has this picture up there for being in the hall of fame and you oh, know, sure. just everything yeah. all the history there it's just magnificent and then their games are such an event i was there last year for 11 o'clock tip-off for oklahoma it was nuts this was a big monday uh game it was probably the best college basketball atmosphere i've ever been in it was so loud and it's just a it's the way they treat that is kind of like I assume what Alabama people treat their football. Um, yeah, it is just a big deal. Every game there is a big deal, and it was just uh, it was fun to be there for a big Monday game. Would you say it's very similar to to, to go for men's basketball right now and what that atmosphere is like? <laughs> when I t- when I tweeted it out last year when I was there for a game, someone asked me to compare it to Williams Arena. I was like, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, yeah. That is sad. What's going on with Gopher basketball and, and the crowds that they're getting? It's just goodness. Well, let's also mention since you brought this up on the women's side. We all listen. Yeah, I like Waylon. You like Waylon. Her husband's a buddy of mine. I I would like to see this. Uh, it'd be fun to have her have a ton of success there and just yeah. for it to be different. And and they had this heralded recruiting class. Mm-hmm. They're having a dreadful season. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, when when uh, there was a coaching change that day, I wrote a column saying Mark Cole's first call should be to Lindsey Whalen. And I think yep. people sort of made fun of me for saying that. I was like, no, you, it's worth the gamble. Take a shot. See if she wants to coach. And, uh, yeah. and I, you know, I felt like it still was the right thing to do. Hasn't translated yet with that recruiting class. I mean, we get excited when we see these recruiting classes, but they're freshmen. They're 18 years old. You're going against teams with seniors. They're going to struggle. And so, you know, I hope she can turn it around because I think, you know, everybody in this state 
loves Lindsay and what she represents, but yep. you got to start seeing some signs of progress here um, and, and <laughs> signs that this thing is going in the right direction. And I just saw our website today, another kid's going, uh, an outstate yep. kid picked North Carolina. So, yep. Highly um, recruited. Yep. yeah, so it's, it's, it hasn't, it hasn't worked the way people had hoped. And I'm not saying it's, this is the end game, but um, at some point you need to see this thing start to turn for I think next year is going to be a different year. I really do on scrutiny, and you're yeah. right, on a sign of progress because <clears throat> this recruiting class was the best in the Big Ten, was top five or six, but it doesn't look like the next one is going to be comparable. And just like in the men's side, there's the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. There's no NIL money for either side. There's none. You know, so it's a yeah. it's a difficult situation. So let's talk let's talk Super Bowl. Let me start. We'll do our normal two parts, but let yeah. me start with the the local angle, and let's talk Vikings. When mm-hmm. you look at these two teams, in some ways constructed in a similar manner, and in some ways very different, but both entered the Super Bowl sixteen and three, and obviously an incredibly close game. When you look yeah. at these teams, how far away are the Vikings from the Eagles and Chiefs? I feel significantly. I really do. Um, the thing that jumped out, two things about that, uh, three things about that game. The most obvious, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> you know, you, yep, you're right. If you don't have a Mahomes, and I, you know, or I, I think what we saw um, – on the other side, you got to have a mobile quarterback. I mean, today's yeah. football, you need to have a guy that has that running threat. And is he the uh, biggest surprise of this year that hurts? Probably is this good. I mean, I know he had the fumble. Yeah, um, he made He's some throws yesterday that yeah. were fantastic. You know, and the rap was, well, he's a great athlete. He's a great kid. He's smart, but does he throw it well enough? I'll tell you what, watching them quite a bit this year, he makes some fabulous throws. He absolutely does. Well, if you go back to the beginning of the year, Chad, what was everybody saying? We don't know if he's the guy. Is he the guy? Yeah. That's what people were saying. And right. I think that's been I think that's been answered, right? I mean he's yeah. Oh, yeah. he's he's I if they keep surrounding him, I I think Suhan said it right to to me that was the most complete team. Offense, defense, lines, um, and they keep doing that with him and he'll win a Super Bowl. Maybe an MVP. He was second this year. Uh, so quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Offensive line. You got to have an yep. offensive line. You yes. got to have a high level offensive line. And remember, the the Super Bowl that the Chiefs lost was because of their offensive line. It was terrible. They had all those injuries, and he was Mahomes yep. was running for his life. He didn't get sacked last night against the team that sacks the quarterback more than anyone. And every, everybody knows the Eagles probably have the best offensive line. Um, and then the other thing is just the overall speed on defense. Um, and I know it was a high-scoring game, but uh, I think those, you know, particularly Eagles, the way they get after the, the quarterback, rush the passer, which we did see last night, but over the season. So those three areas, it just makes me feel like they're a long ways away, Chad. It really does. I agree. I, mean, I feel like they're going to have to turn that roster, particularly on the defense side, they're really going to have to turn it over. Well, and, and you think about when the Vikings and Eagles played – in that championship game, what, five years ago, mm-hmm. and you look at how different the Eagles are, and I got it, they lost. They, they lost a bang, bang ending. But yeah. you look at the talent 
the Eagles have added, that's almost an entirely different team. And then yeah. we go back to the point we made over and over again during this segment, how Spielman epically failed at drafting. You know, when your last core starters are from the 2015 draft and both this last year, guess what? They looked old and not the same. You look at what Howie Roseman has done with Philly and you wonder why the Eagles were back with this new team and the Vikings yeah. aren't. That's it. And, again, I'm shocked that the Eagles – didn't have a single sack when they had 70 sacks. But, man, mm-hmm. Philly and Kansas City, their offensive and defensive lines are so far apart from the Vikings. It's yeah. not even close. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you have Mahomes, and he's great, and he's a magician, and Hurts can make things happen with his feet and probably avoid sacks. But those two, like, if you're building a football team, Obviously, you want to get your quarterbacks going to be your top priority. But doesn't your offensive line have to be number two? Like, you just see how valuable that is. And when you don't defensive have Defensive line two-way? And defensive line, yeah, both ways. I'd say the trenches. I mean, when you don't have that or you're not up to championship level, it's just hard to project that you're going to be able to beat those teams. Um, and so it, it just – I mean, those those areas just really stand out to me. And, you know, I'm not saying their quarterback's a deficient one area but the offensive line i think is um it, internally not the tackles but internally and then defensive line uh i would say yes too um and so it's they were they were a playoff team and won 13 games so it's you know you're you you feel like you're close but then yeah. you watch those teams and see the upper echelons really the championship ones you're like yeah are they really that close you know they no. got a lot of work to do to get to that level yeah because if I then said Cincinnati and San Francisco, when the Niners have a quarterback, they're not that close to those two They're teams not that either. close there either, yeah. Yeah. Let's pause, talk about the game, and I'll go back to the question which I raised starting this show. The way it ended with the call, was it a good ending? Was it a bad ending? Or was it a perfect ending? Our guy Chip Scoggins with us. Bottom of the hour, we'll get to what's going on in the sky. And as of now, uh, our our government has not shut down or shot down, excuse me, an unidentifiable flying object. But again, it's only 217, so give us a little bit more time. Chipper's back with us at Chip Scoggins. I want to say one thing about the Halftime Act. I was uh, texting with a mutual friend of ours, and he made a very good point. It's so funny about the halftime conversation. And, again, I like Rihanna. I don't love Rihanna, you know. Um, I acknowledge her brilliance. She's got 14 number one hits. It's, it's a production. But it's so weird about the Super Bowl Halftime Act when we're filled with the People offering up opinions, and, and, and this friend of ours nailed it. It's like there's something about this criticism that it becomes more about you. There's something wrong with you. You're you're too old. You don't get it. You know, you're out of touch compared to we just disagree. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. we, we just, I mean, music and having disagreements, haven't we done that forever? You know, and you can have people of broad interests, narrow interests, but, man, the Super Bowl Act, if you disagree 
And I get it. I, I liked it a little more than some. Man, there, you, you shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on this one, which is really <laughs> odd, especially on Twitter where all it is is opinions. We're not allowed to have different tastes, I guess, when it comes to a performance, right, anymore. <laughs> like you're, yes. you're right. You're out of touch. Like, I love the Chris Stapleton National Anthem. I thought it was the greatest one since Whitney, right? I mean, that's uh, – Chris Stapleton's my guy. Rihanna, I thought it was okay. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. My daughter thought it was the greatest thing in the world. She texted us right after it. So, yeah, if you don't like it, doesn't mean you're a bad person or that you have terrible things. No. It just means you Or you're not allowed to give an opinion. You, yeah. Somehow you're not in the category. That, that this other texter just said, you're not in the category who's allowed to give an opinion. Well, you know what really is? They just don't like your opinion. So instead of just exactly. disagreeing the opinion, they've got to come up with this checklist why you're not allowed to give an opinion. You're too old, yeah, I know. Which is, um, yeah, which is tossed out a lot, by the way. Exactly, I, mean, I know. All right, so let's talk. I know, I'm so weird, okay, which I've said many times. I know... The guy involved in the hold has admitted he held, and I still don't think the call should have been made. But <laughs> it was for, the right for call. me. It was the right call. Yeah, I just didn't think so. But I mean, there are plenty of people when like the, you, and if the guy in the guilty says party says yes, he held him. He held him. When the guilty party yeah. says I did it, believe him. <laughs> it's, it's, that's that's fair. So, what is it? Is it? A good ending? Is it a bad ending? Or is it a perfect ending when you have a controversial call deciding a razor thing game? Well, I will say this. My wife is from Kansas City and a huge Chiefs fan. My daughter's become a huge Chiefs fan. was at a big party down there. So there was rooting interest in my home uh, and in my family. I wouldn't call it the perfect ending <laughs> because I don't think anytime you have an ending like that, you call it perfect. To me, it was just sort of deflating. You had this great game that – and nobody wants a game to be decided on a penalty, whether you agree with it, whether 100% of people said, you know, that was a penalty, you, you got to call that, or 50-50 like it is probably with this one. You you want a dramatic ending, and that took the drama away from it. Uh, if they had to kick a field goal there, Philadelphia has a minute and a half to come down and try to either tie it or win it, and that would have been probably the perfect ending. But when it's when a, when a a penalty decides how the ending of the Super Bowl is going to be, I don't know how you could call that good or even satisfying. Um, but I, I agree with the penalty. When you went back and watched it, his right, everybody looked at the left arm. His right arm was definitely pulling his jersey. The guy said it was. I mean, it, and I don't understand the argument. You can't call it in that situation. Well, why? I mean, well, that's that's silly. Always here. Okay, let me. You laid it up perfectly. Here's why I'll make an argument that I think it's perfect. Because what does the NFL want? They want a great game. They want it to stay with you. And they want us talking about their product every second of yeah. every day, even in the off season. And you're right; it was like our guy Jarek. I thought he was going to go in the end zone. I remember, I, I, you know, you didn't have a long time to react, but I, I think I got to is, and then he, and then he slid <laughs> down. But I just like the people 
who obsess about calls. People are saying we need to review more. The people say we can't review it. Uh, replace the officials. It's it's more than that play. If it's just about the dialogue, I think that call just even adds to it more. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, it definitely has people talking <laughs> about it, but not in the way that you want. Um, let's say that. Uh, let's say they, you know, they kicked the field goal and, and Philadelphia had to come down, or whatever happened. I think that to me would have been the perfect ending, where it's settled. Um, whether last second field goal, uh, last second stop, like that to me is more. We've seen, uh, you know, the the, the uh, playoff for Seattle. They have the, you know, they throw the interception in the end zone and they didn't give the ball yep. to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, yep. we're t- that right. to me is a perfect ending. This has just felt like it's like. Oh man, really? You had all this buildup in that a penalty's going to, you know, allow this team to win, even though it was the correct call. Um, but it, is it controversial? Yeah, I'm sure the people in Philadelphia will, you know, scream about this until uh, the end of time. Um, so, is that speaking perfect? of Philly, by the way, uh, I can add the MLS, but obviously that's still not up to the the the, the main sports of baseball and football. The Phillies and Eagles have now lost in the last, what, four months the title yeah. games. Let's tie it back yeah. to Minnesota again. How would this town be reacting right oh. now oh. if if both the main teams, and clearly the Vikings are well ahead of the Twins, but the Twins are clearly number two. If yeah. both teams had lost, would we potentially uh, – would we be shutting down the state and trying to blend in with either North or South Dakota at this point? <laughs> we would all be in a state of mourning for – you wouldn't be able to leave your house for a week. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you what, it would be nice to have teams in that game to find out, yes. wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would. That yes. would be kind of a nice change of pace. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have minded good. spending no. last week in Phoenix covering the no. game. I, uh, that, somehow that, I would have – I would have. But how, last thing, hey, let yeah. last thing before we go here, is the quarterback list now Mahomes and everybody else? I could get into the whole Kelsey nonsense, people doubting this. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But um, is it that he's 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 been to the AFC Championship game five times? He's been to three Super Bowls already. He's he's won two. He's got two MVPs or. Is the separation not that much between Burrow, Allen, and Hurts? To me, it to me it's Mahomes. But then those three either are in that category or awfully close. Where where do you delineate yourself? He's in the league of his own. He is. I mean, two MVPs and two Super Bowl wins by the age of twenty seven. Uh, he's in a class by himself right now. And the way he, the way he comes back, the way he dealt with his injury, high ankle sprains. We've seen what that's done to athletes. Uh, the way he comes back when he, there's a deficit, to me, he's a clear cut by himself. And then that next group of Burrow, Hertz, uh, Josh Allen, they're in a, a group by themselves. But to me, Mahomes put himself on a pedestal last night that's a, above everyone else. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day. All right, brother. We'll see you. Chip Scoggins with us. What in the you-know-what is going on in the sky what is your concern level? And how about this one? What do you want it to be? Do you want it to be? Or just, hey, we just, you know, it's China again.
It's China. Um, they're now accusing us of having balloons over uh, their sovereign territory. So this is just either President Xi or this rogue military. Do you want it to be an alien sort of situation, another country? And what's your concern level? So concern level 0 to 10, and add, what do you want it to be? Text away. Cities 1, talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Yeah, I'm a 6. Let's go back to the first one. What was China doing? How long they've been doing it? I think some of the debate was fair on should this have been shot down. I think some of it was nonsense. We got... Pictures of J.D. Vance with his gun on the patio and Don Jr. sent out my friends from Montana shoot it down when it was 65,000 feet in the air. Nice rifle you, you got going there. But then now right afterwards, Dave, we've got another one in Alaska, which we talked about Friday. Then we got the one in Canada. We got the one in Michigan. Did we just adjust and now we're noticing these things and we didn't before? Is it China saying F you? Other countries saying, hey, we'll join the hit parade also? Um, Why did we shoot this one down over land in Canada? And the other ones is always over water? What about what we thought was happening in Montana over the weekend and apparently was not happening in Montana. We don't have a standard policy. One thing I was going to say, where's the White House in explanation, but for about 35, 40 minutes, John Kirby answered questions. Didn't answer all of them. So I... I think this is something right now when there's so many questions, Dave, the answer. If it just turns out it's other countries and everybody's spawning everybody, then I'm like a one. But we don't know that. I mean, it seems rather odd. We are this far away from Friday. And at least what we're saying publicly is we don't know the origin. And... If it was something they can't figure out and the dubiousness for a lot of people on possible UFOs and whether the government is telling the truth, wouldn't this just ratchet it up? So, yeah, I'm a six, and I guess if I had to pick and I'm playing the game, I said, let's go. Might be the end of the world. I might get uh, we might get vaporized by uh, they're coming from somewhere else. But let's mix it up, Dave. Let's bring them in from some other planet. Let's go UFO. That's my pick. So is that is that what worries you? Is that why you're a six? Because you're you're thinking it's something extraterrestrial. Is that that your your doomsday scenario? It's a good question. I'm a six because we can't identify yet. The origin, we had pilots saying, we don't know about surveillance. We don't know these being 
you know, what, what's powering this, what's propelling this. And then what if it was, I mean, not everybody who believes in UFOs is your crazy cousin, Alice. It's a lot of smart people, pilots who've said for decades and decades, I was up there and I cannot tell you what this was. Maybe this is a lot more of, I was up there, now we all know about it, and I can't tell you what was up there. Well, maybe we're learning now that there's people around the world that have figured out how to get some sort of balloons or other craft 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 feet in the air. Maybe we didn't know that before. Or perhaps we are shooting down alien satellites or something and you know maybe we shouldn't be worried now as or as but maybe worried as we should be we or should have been we didn't know that because now the aliens know we mean business well and again boys raise a question which i alluded to but i'll emphasize again i have no idea if they're telling us everything <laughs> i think they, we assume they're not on some of this but a little bit of wanting to be frank as possible for the people who are like, wait a second, how concerned should I be? By the way, this is another one where you know who should be out front on this? The President of the United States. Mm-hmm. Again, in the end, you know what the negotiation fell apart on with Fox Soul? I think uh, it was is it uh, I think it was Vivica Fox who was a supporter of his. That was the interview the White House ag- agreed to? Come on. Come on, step up. You're the president of the United States. Do an interview with Brett Baer, Shannon Bream. Somebody else is a traditional journalist. They're not giving you Tucker. So I I honestly think this is another one. I don't need Trump for three hours with his conspiracy theories. But I think if you're the president of the United States, at some point when something like this is out there, maybe it's not today, but in the next couple of days, don't you think Joe Biden should be answering some questions about this? I think it would be a good start. I think, uh, yeah, once you're ready to go public with what you've found or what you believe them to be, yeah, it would be nice if you would answer a few questions to, at the very least, calm a few people down, if that's possible. I guess... Some of their reluctance today might be he comes out like John Kirby does, who's very good at this. But a lot of what Kirby is saying is we don't know at this point. And if Biden comes out and says a lot of we don't know at this point, is he, again, obviously the hardcore is going to be like, of course Joe doesn't know. He doesn't know what city he's in. But or maybe even the objective folks will be saying, well, wait a second. The president doesn't know, and does this chip away at his credibility? Maybe that's a little bit. Come on, let's just be honest. They hide Joe Biden a lot. They just do. So, okay, where are you 0 to 10 on interest concern level, and what do you want it to be? Interest, I'm more interested than I am concerned. I'm about a f- five on interest, we'll say. 
Concern, I'm still about it, too. Um, That's because I think you believe you can hide in your house and not interact like you do with most of the world if they come in from a different planet. I don't think it works that way, Dave. Well, how do you know? I don't. I, that's why I said I don't think. I think they'd come after you first. They'd probably look at, you know, who's the big-time celebrities in the world, and they'd say, ooh, Chad Hartman, look how many clicks he gets. Look at, look at all those follows and podcast oh. listeners. we got to go visit, good for, go visit the valley. Good for a, about three decades. I'll be, I'll be fine if that's, the, if that's the checklist. Okay. Do you want it to be just another country? Do you want it to be a UFO or something we're not even speculating on right now? I want it to be somebody in the middle of nowhere that figured out how to set up, you know, send up balloons or whatever sort of craft. The, uh, and we're going to find out, wow, it was just, uh, you know, Billy Bob in the middle of nowhere, America, China, wherever. And it was just some guy screwing with the rest of the world. That'd be pretty impressive. What if it's Elon again, since, I mean, the world was ready to explode when Elon was sitting with Rupert Murdoch. Oh, my yesterday. goodness. Two, a couple of geniuses in that box. Is that how Kevin Burkhart described him? Uh, yeah, I can't blame uh, Kevin wasn't going to be real critical of his main boss right there. <laughs> there was a good story about Burkhart, too, how, I mean, well into his adult life, he's selling cars in Malibu, and now he's He's calling a Super Bowl. That's a that's a pretty good recovery. Okay, let's uh, let's go to your text, or if you want to chime in on a phone call, what's your interest and concern level, and who do you want to be behind this? We're shooting down stuff in the sky all the time. I mean, we're flyover country, and we can't even get a flyover, Dave. We can't get anything. Be nice. Be nice. I mean, can we get the Chad Hartman show up there? Can we get a little sponsorship? Well, I mean, this town goes crazy when we see the Goodyear blimp. Imagine if we got one of these. Yes, we do. That's so true. When the Goodyear blimp is in town, people are willing to go and, I mean, borderline end their lives to see it. So, (laughs) blimp chasing. (laughs) Yes, blimp chasing. 651 461 9226. Again, music today from Dave Harrigan tied to holding. Since the call played a huge part yesterday's outcome. Excellent idea, sir. China is getting, among your uh, your theories, your concern level, China is getting ready for invasion of Taiwan. It's trying to find out what missile strength the U.S. has to prevent from moving forward. That's a deep one, Harrigan. What about that one? Wow. We're, it's deeper than I thought. Another texture. Plenty of text coming in. I want it to be Chinese aliens. My understanding is the Wizard of Oz. This person keeps texting us with the cost of the missiles. Yeah, they're not cheap. I got it. Chad, if it's from another galaxy and they're searching for intelligent life, we're going to see many, many more. Yeah, that's the thing. If it was, wouldn't they be just coming in in waves if it was from uh, the, the, the extraterrestrials that People have speculated on it forever. How much do these missiles cost? Ten bucks. <laughs> like, did we newly purchase them to launch them? Had to go out, go to the missile store? They're just sitting there. 
Let's have some fun. I think we have a pretty good defense budget, right? I don't. No, I don't think no it's, shortage. No shortage. Yeah. No. It's my homeboy Zenu and his minions. <laughs> I've been waiting for them. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Uh, your concern level, Jason? Well, I'm I'm always at a ten. I'm concerned about all things at all times. Uh, am I concerned? I my my concern level is at a ten that we're just shooting down anything that might be in the skies right now. Well, I'm about to go in the sky in about a week, so I oh. I hope we're not just shooting anything down. I mean, you know, I had this whole plan for my wife for Valentine's Day, bouquet of balloons I was going to launch. I don't want. <laughs> I don't. Want, I was going to go up in a hot air balloon. Yeah. Next thing you know. National Guard is activated. Yeah, this is tied to Party City. They're bitter that yes. they're, they're not around anymore. Big they're helium is behind all of it. Exactly. This man is next. Linda's Construction Time. Check time for you to have him out and let him tell you about Infinity from Marvin Windows. 